We should be live here in a second. If we're not live already. Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves in overtime tonight in a stunner. The Jazz have moved to 2-0 to open the season, and again, it's a close game late win by the Jazz. We're talking about it coming up on Postcast. Ron Boone wins over the Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves to start the year. The Timberwolves on the road on the Rudy Gobert uh, matchup. This is not what anyone expected out of this team, but it's been awfully impressive. You're absolutely right. Um, And I think the mystery is we didn't really know or didn't know, you know, what kind of fight this Utah Jazz team was going to have. And, and we've shown in that ball game against Denver, okay. But then again tonight, I mean, it, if they continue to play at this level, I mean, even if they lose, like I said earlier, the fight that they have will, is, is very impressive. But um, I'm just, uh, you know, you just have to like the, what, what's going on with them in the first two ball games. So this game, the Jazz are down by 17 in the first half. They get it to nine by the half. They take a seven-point lead in the uh, third in the third quarter. That lead disappears, and they lead by one heading to the fourth. For the second straight night, Ron, against an elite-level team, this is where the team, like the Jazz, who are missing that marquee guys, are supposed to fall apart and lose the game. That, that's how this league works. That, that's when you're spo- the, a team like the Jazz – is supposed to not be able to handle the seesaw possession back and back, back and forth. The exact opposite happened. We had 14 lead changes and six ties in the final 17 minutes of this game. So the Jazz, on a multitude of occasions, had to answer to retake the lead or to hold off, and they did it. What is allowing them to do this? but it, again, they just continue to fight, David. I mean, it's, it's not like they're, they're, they're not giving up um, and, and the trust that they have in each other. Um, uh, and, I, you know, it, it's, they're, they're, they're freely playing basketball. Why? Because they're on paper they're not supposed to be good. Uh, on paper, this team is not talented enough, and they don't have the individual plays, players in order to, you know, to make things happen. So you, you have to really be impressed with – what they're doing you said 14 lead changes yeah. 17 for the game um and well, then there were 15 lead changes the final lead change must have been the jazz taking the lead we missed one yeah but it, it's just so great to, you know again to watch this team play i mean 39 assists i believe is the most we've had in over a decade mm-hmm. i don't know what our records are um we're obviously scoring a lot in those overtime but what is unique about this team right now is i don't think the defense knows where the ball's going on each possession and that makes you very hard to defend you know you think about this david and you look at the 39 assists now you would think okay 39 percent boy that was one hell of a field goal percentage they had tonight but they got 39 percent and shot 44 percent you know you just wouldn't think that the that they got 39% and their field goal percentage is, is, is in a range where it, it'll be questionable whether or not you're going to lose the ball game or not. But, you know, that just shows that they're sharing the basketball uh, and and just 
playing good. Well, mean. we played 113 possessions tonight unofficially in the 132-126 win, so that's a lot of possessions. Some notes on this one tonight. Both teams crashed the offensive glass at an alarmingly high rate. They got 40% of their offensive rebounds. We got 34%. What's interesting about the Jazz tonight, we just didn't turn the ball over. That's probably the key to the whole win, is that they only committed 13 turnovers in 113 possessions. And the other one is we hit 23s to their 11. Like, that's mm. that's a you know 27-point advantage that they have to make up over the course of the night. And we've done a good job. The, the other one to Ron is interesting. And talking to Malik Beasley in the few thoughts that he was able to kind of grab coherently out of mass excitement that he was in the midst of having beat his former team is I asked him what changed. He said defense. And he's absolutely right. The defensive rating in the first quarter was a 141. By halftime, it was a 119. And by the end of the night, I think it's about a 113. It's an average. Yeah. They held Minnesota about an average offense. And it's a very good offensive team. So their defensive tenacity, they're somehow finding a way to do it without, again, the traditional way you would do it. Absolutely. And you're beating a couple of teams and talking about Denver and Minnesota. They're supposed to be a high-powered offensive team. Um, and it's just remarkable that they're able to stay with these teams and, and, and beat them. Um, and, and, again, the, the combinations that Will put out there on the floor is, is you know, it looks like – Boy, I don't know why. Like Conley, Conley in the ball game in that in in, in regulation, you know, I, I would have thought, okay, this probably need a bigger guy out there to defend Edwards or Russell or you know something like that. But he went with Conley, and you know, the Jazz end up getting an overtime. But Kevin says this team is fun to watch because there's no pressure if we win. Mm-hmm. It's great if we lose. It's okay. That's supposed to happen. We just win, win all the time right now. Yeah. Best team in the NBA right now, aren't we? Well, we're 2-0. Oh. <laughs> I mean, what's interesting here is what the Jazz have done in the first two nights are probably the two hardest things to do in the NBA. They've played hard and they've shared. Yeah. And how can they keep that up as the mentality, um, you know, is is going to be the, the item. There are, so, are some players on this team that I think Lowry Markin's really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he had 24 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists tonight, hit the game winner. He's really good. He had a three-play sequence in which he got the ball isolated on the left wing, drove with left hand, brought it back to the right hand, hooked it in the middle. Next possession, got the ball, went down the middle lane, and packed it on Rudy Gobert with just massive authority. And the next possession hit a corner three. The amount of guys in the world that can do that, Carl Anthony Towns is one of them, interestingly enough. Right. But there aren't a lot of other guys in the world at seven feet tall that can do that. No. And going back to how good he was when he played for Chicago, and I think he's getting a chance to play that 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 way. Um, lots of confidence in in his, in his shooting. Uh, the mid-range game is there. He shoots the long range. He's just good. I mean, he just flat out good. He can put the ball on the floor. <clears throat> but here we go, David. Credit to one of our uh, people in the chat room. I, I would have forgotten about this just because I – I mean, there's a lot going on right now. Mike Conley fouling Rudy Gobert right, so that he does not get a dunk and then proceeds to miss the next two free throws, which allow marketing to hit the shot that puts the Jazz up four and clinches game, is a pretty big-time play by a veteran. Probably won the ball game. That's what won the ball game for sure. Yeah. I mean, there are just a lot of little plays along the way that win this ball game. There's a lot of different things um, that get it done. The other one I wanted to highlight is Jordan Clarkson's play because that first half was tough for Jordan and – just the maturity and and develop we've seen on Jordan Clarkson. He just plays through that, 
and ends up having a monster night with 29 points. I believe 27 of them in the second he half. Had six points at the half. Six at the half. So 23 in the second half in the overtime, and he hit big shot after big shot. Yeah. Uh, again, Clarkson is a guy that can put a lot of points on the board in a hurry, and he's one of those guys that uh, I'm sure Will just says go out there and play uh, and and lets him go. And, and, you know, he can be just as hot as he was cold in that first half, and, and we saw that tonight. I'm going to bring up a comment that Will Hardy made the other day um, that I thought was interesting and see whether there's still – he talked about how he didn't know how they were going to be in training camp when there was so much undetermined playing time, that there was so much playing time available. He was really nervous going to camp that there were going to be fights and it was going to be chippy and there would be no togetherness. How do you think this team has actually seemingly come together and liked playing with each other with, frankly, that much on the line for each of these guys' careers? It's surprising, uh, but get, going back to what Justin Vanek said about this team having so much character and, and – how they like each other and that type of thing, that type of thing we don't see because we're not at practice or anything. And, and um, we don't know if there's been, been any blow-ups or anything like that in practice. But just have to rely on, you know, what Justin Bannock said. There's a lot of character on this team. Guys are probably fighting for playing time. And obviously they want to be out there on the floor. But having a lot of respect for each other uh, because, you know, the, the ultimate goal is to win basketball games. Jazz win it in overtime, 2-0 stunning. They're going to be a little bit of the story of the NBA here, being Denver and Minnesota. Check, New Orleans is 2-0 as well after their win over Charlotte tonight. They'll be our next stop. We'll be there on Sunday night and then Monday in Houston. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being a part of Postcast here on Locked on Jazz. Appreciate you very much. On behalf of Ron, I'm David. Jazz win it 132-126 in overtime in Minnesota, coming from behind, trailing by 17 in the second in the in the second quarter come back and win it tonight by the way sideline note minnesota's losing leads like we did last year let's see how they handle that mm-hmm. see ya <clears throat>